astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today we are talking about Pisces. So Love I it. can't believe Pisces season is already upon us. Pisces 2021. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yes. So Pisces season uh, runs typically February 19th to March 20th. Uh, Pisces, probably this is obvious, is a water sign. Yes. Symbolized by fishes. Yes. And I think one of the interesting things that we can learn from the glyph of those fishes is that, uh, you know, they're tied together usually, Mm -hmm. but they're swimming in opposite directions. Right. Yeah, you have to look at, because, you know, the symbolism varies. You know, they're all pretty much the same, but it is two fishes. Sometimes the image doesn't show them as tethered to each other. Right. But that really is a key part. Even if they're not tethered, I think they usually are swimming in the opposite direction though definitely yes that clearly they're always swimming in opposite directions which immediately suggests the idea of what are you doing (laughs) where are you going (laughs) right some confusion there's some confusion immediately are we going this way are we going that way yeah i think that will definitely play in as we start giving examples about what pisces means what it means for you right because we all have pisces in our chart somewhere right about where that confusion kind of kicks in. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit more just about the symbolism of the fish. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Just the fish alone is unique, very unique, obviously. Immerses itself in water. Yep. Well, and it, their senses are different than, obviously, humans. Yeah, Right. clearly. So they rely less on their vision mm-hmm. and more on their hearing, their taste, and their smell. Yeah, there's something about sound underwater, how it carries further, right? You're more sensitive. Yeah. So the idea would be applied then to Pisces, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you could just easily say that they're more sensory. You had yeah. a really cute example about um, my niece. Oh, your yeah. Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln. Oh, my gosh. She's, she'll be three here in a, couple, in a month. She's but, a Pisces. Uh, she's a Pisces. And, oh, my gosh, we have a little ring on the front door. So, you know, that little jingle that sounds, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when a car passes by. And she goes into the faintest. Sometimes it's really faint sounding. And just this morning, she jumped behind me the moment <laughs> she heard this faint tingling noise. Because I'm bet- now I'm between her and the door. Because mm-hmm. she knows that means someone's going to come in that door or could knock on the door or something. And she just immediately has a strong response. If if someone What's gets that? into the shower, What's that? What's that? What's that? You know what I mean? It's like she kind of <laughs> spooks me out sometimes. <laughs> She's like so perce- perceptive of sound. Yeah. But anyhow, that's a, that's a Pisces quality. In fact, we know someone, 
our good friend Doug, mm -hmm. who's a sound engineer, kind of, you know, he works with sound. Yep. So if you have a lot of planets sitting in that 12th house or in Pisces, mm -hmm. yeah, you may be very sensitive about the, you know, your sound equipment in the home. I was going to say stereo, but I guess that's kind of an old-fashioned term. <laughs> <laughs> but the concept of, you know, what you're listening to, the caliber of what you're listening to. If someone's singing off key, oh, right? Yeah, if you have a lot of, not just just maybe just a Pisces sun wouldn't do this, but like you said, if you have a lot of placements in Pisces, you might even feel like you have to treat yourself a little bit like a baby, like, oh. because you might be ultra sensitive to places that are too loud or we could even say like too hot, yeah, <laughs> uh, too smoky, that that could be, become a real issue where right. you, you just, it's sensory overload for you. And that goes into then things like products, products that have too many additives oh, in it. Oh, I have irritation. I have sensitive skin. Oh my gosh. And we, if we're talking about body parts yeah. <laughs> with Pisces, their feet. Yeah. They generally are very uh, sensitive about their feet. Yeah. So whether it's particular the type of shoe they can wear or they cannot wear, or they're sensitive about, you know, all the details, you know, ingrown toenails, you know, uh, I don't know, hammer toes, you know, <laughs> all these type of things that people can have with their feet, that type of thing. But great sensitivity with their feet. So I think when we talk about water signs, we always have to throw in the idea of being very creative, mm -hmm. possibly being dreamers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, go back to the fish. The fish don't have feet. Yep. They have a fin. So it's it's there's a couple of degrees that we talk about in astrology where you're going to grow some feet, mm -hmm. so to speak. You need feet to stand up for yourself. So that's an interesting, again, conversation when you get into Pisces, issues about their feet and how they have to give themselves a firmer base sometimes Yes. to stand on. Well, I think when we say like, oh, her head's in the clouds, meaning like, oh, they're not grounded, right? Or they're, right. Not, they're yes. not here with us. Right. So you can even, I mean, obviously fish aren't in the clouds, but that no, same concept of not sink. having feet, that I think that's where that creative energy comes in, that dreamers, you know, they might be asked often like, are you with us? Like, are you listening? Because it might look like, a little aloof. I know Aquarians get a lot of. They do. Um, you Aquariuses. You're hard, I, you, I think you're very hard to read sometimes. <laughs> but I know. But the more and more that I learn about Aquarius and Pisces, because mm -hmm. I'm a Pisces rising. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know which one to blame it on. Well, there because we go. Because there's some overlap. So clarify that you're a, you're an Aquarius but with Pisces rising. Yes. Yeah. That those two combinations are really uh, can be quite challenging. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Mom. But you, well, but, well, you <laughs> seem kidding. to be doing a good job with it. You know, here we are, right? Right. <laughs> just right. had a birthday, right? I did just have a birthday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now here comes the sun over my, coming over my ascendant here. Yeah. I heard um, from an astrologer that they said that that's your own personal New Year's. Mm. Yes, that's right. right. When yes. the sun yes, yes, comes yes, over yes, your ascendant. Yes. My husband, Bill, talked about that years ago, decades ago. Yep. He said that everyone should know their own personal New Year's Day, which would be when the sun hits the degree of your ascendant. Yep. So your Pisces rising. So yeah, we're coming up on my second your, my, my new my new my, year. My your your personal new year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's an that, that we'll have to talk about that sometime. Yeah, we will. So Any other wonder. things that um Pisces are known for, we can talk about overly trusting. Oh yeah. Well it kinda I think it starts from the empathetic uh, oh, you need, oh, you lost your car keys. Let me help you find them. Yeah. And then maybe even though that Pisces person has a deadline, they have to be someplace, 
they will now spend X amount of time helping you find your keys. Yeah. Maybe they'll care for it more than the person who lost their keys, even. <laughs> right? Yeah. I could see that. They get, they lose themselves. That's the, the concern is they lose, the, they can, they're potentially, they can lose themselves in somebody else's life or in a belief system. Pisces is very much associated with belief systems, religions, the arts. Uh, pardon me. The arts. The arts. Oh, absolutely. Anything where you kind of line up with um, um, the idea of something more ethereal. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in what do you believe in? And with this could be ghosts. You believe in ghosts. You believe in UFOs. You believe in Scientology. You believe in Catholicism. I mean, I'm not trying to put them all on the same level, right? Because so some are more sophisticated <laughs> thoughts than others, but they're People are, are operating on different levels in life. I know. I was going to say they like to play make-believe, and then you were talking about religion. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, maybe I shouldn't. But, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But if, you ha- if you're raising a Pisces child right now, that they might really love things like uh, costumes or... Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, get them some paintbrushes. I think all children kind of fall into that, but right. Pisces maybe more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, paints and colors and things of that nature. Very, very focused on colors. Um, I wanted to go back and talk um, a little bit about this idea that I think Pisces do get a rap a little bit about the idea of being wishy-washy, yeah. kind of a typical term. And again, when you think of it, those, and, and we, I don't know if we've said it concisely enough, but there's a contradiction in Pisces because one fish is going one way and the other is going the opposite direction. And right. they're, they're tethered, so they're a team. Yes. So it classically when we're describing it we say this is like knowing somebody and they're during the daytime they're a dentist Mm -hmm. but on weekends they cut hair they fill in for someone and they're cutting hair well those are two no no people go no they can't accept that you can't be a dentist and you can't know how to cut hair that's those are two different skill sets Mm -hmm. so there's a rejection of the secondary one of them right yes so they have a tendency to lead with one in certain groups and they lead with the other skill in another group. So it creates this wide uh, chasm or awkwardness. Almost like a double agent. Double agent. Which that's what Geminis get, you know, because Gemini is also ruled by the twins. So we have to kind of bring over um, some of those interpretations to Pisces. Pisces is also ruled by two things in this case two fish going the opposite direction that you know you might (laughs) you know you might have think oh yeah those pisces like you know whether you feel like they manipulate you or lie Mm -hmm. to you or you don't Mm -hmm. have quite your thumb on them Mm -hmm. because they can live a little bit of this duality and i like to talk about it like flip flip flip-flopping like almost like a fish yeah, it's like a fish, fish out of water. Yes, yes. Like, and how quickly they can flip. My father flop. fished, and yes, you, they pull them out of the water, and then you see them flop, flip, 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 flop. You know what I mean? Amazing. Yeah, I think Pisces have that ability. And we'll talk about that later. We'll get into some personal stories. You know what? We didn't plan, I didn't plan on saying this, but they're like saints and sinners. Oh. They have one okay. side that's a saint, they have one side that is a sinner. Mm-hmm. And think of what how people are getting called out today. Yeah. You know, this is a big thought. Okay. With the age, she didn't prepare me for no, this. No, I did not. Okay. With the end of the age of Pisces, yep. we're going into Aquarius, and there's there's a discussion about okay, are we are already in. Yet, We've or, been yeah. there since ten years, twenty years already. But the point is, it's a change, a huge shift, um, and uh, 
we're calling people out, you know, for something they did 10 years ago. Mm. Oh, again, we know what we're talking about here. We have to take the name off the building. We have to tear that statue down because we're now, watch, we're, we're seeing the other side of the fish, so oh, to speak. Yeah. And now we're making judgment because we're at the end of that era. And by the way, these eras last about 2,400, 2,600 years, 24-something odd years, 2,400 years. So these are long stretches of time we're talking about. So just to clarify that, when an energy enters, it's usually very strong. And then as the energy is leaving, there's like an end cap. So think of bookends. There's something that really ushers that energy in, and then there's stuff that really ushers that energy out. So she's right. saying because we're still finishing up this age of Pisces, that this is where that flip-flopping is coming in. Really, it's really I mean, apparent. People are getting nailed. And again, are. I'm not saying uh, some people, I'm totally agreeing with some people. Yeah. Other things are going, hmm, oh, wow, we define someone just based on what on one aspect of their life. Yeah. But that is Pisces. That is the Pisces quality. They can do great things. And yet they probably have some odd oddities mm -hmm. about themselves. I'm not saying sins. I'm not saying terrible things. For some, I'm sure that fits. Yeah. But for a lot of people, it's putting two things together that you don't think of. I got a great example. Steve okay. Jobs. Okay. I mean, most people think genius, right? Yep. Boy, he really he had the vision, he had the future. But then, but he was not warm and cuddly either. No. You know, so here he had this really hip idea, and yet you think he would have been just letting people swoon over him, so to speak, as far as being your best pal and things like that. And he was very... Um, cool don't you think yeah i don't know a lot about him but i agree that i mean i didn't get a warm fuzzy feeling you don't from get him. a warm fuzzy feeling from steve jobs he's a pisces which we think so we think oh well pisces get oh they're friendly like a friendly dog type of thing you know mm -hmm. they're very adaptable they flow with it but here we have steve jobs very creative dreamer he put uh what do they say he brought art to function oh. with the design of a phone, something so mundane. Well, I just think because the idea of Pisces getting lost in something, mm -hmm. and then he brought us the biggest thing that we could get lost in. Oh my God, that's great. <laughs> that's a good observation. Right? Yeah. Because he created yeah. the, the iPhone, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. yes. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. I knew pretty, computer, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was the face of iPhone. Absolutely. And then, yeah. And Apple. That's something you, yeah. Apple. Yeah. You can get lost in. Yeah. Before we start talking about just where it falls in, because um, I want to keep this idea going about that double agent and different things. Yes. Why don't we just give some examples? Because even if you're not a Pisces yourself, right. maybe you have your moon in Pisces, maybe you're Pisces rising. Okay, maybe not any of those, but there is Pisces in your chart. So we right. want to find what cusp Pisces sits on. And even mm -hmm. if there's no planets in that house, that's right. that's still okay. Right. And that is where um, you maybe hold contradictions or you hold secrets or there's some sort of confusion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you had a great example about Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Dave Chappelle is a Pisces. Oh, no, excuse me, not a Pisces. He has yes, Pisces, Pisces in the sixth house. In the sixth house. So there's an example of it. So Pisces in the sixth. And if you've listened to his humor, it's all about contradictions. Yeah. And he does a very tongue-in-cheek. Mm -hmm. Right. And you, you're kind of, I find myself going nodding. Yeah. 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 You know, like I'm with you, Dave, this making sense. And then he flips it on you at the end and points out your innate racism, for example, yep. or the, the injustice of this. Yep. So he, he's a master at, at 
speaking about contradictions and delivering them. It because of his chart, it also ties. He has Neptune in his third house. Okay. Okay. Neptune's the ruler of Pisces. Yep. Right. Uh, so it pulls it into again the speech area. Boy, when you got the third and the sixth house tied together, mm-hmm. you really are above average with manipulating words. Uh, being able to point out details, probably just have a larger vocabulary than the average person. So just to clarify with that, so the sixth house is work yes. and health. So if yeah. anyone has Pisces on the sixth house, but that's how Dave Chappelle, Yeah, that's why we brought it back to what he does for work. Mm-hmm. And then because it's linked to the third house, that's the communication. Mm-hmm. So to make a job out of yeah. speaking. It'd be pretty much anyone with Libra rising. Okay. In an equal house system, if you have Libra rising, you're going to have Pisces on that sixth house. Perfect. So, but that, the, oh, see, and he, of course, gets on stage and does this, but the other person, they'd be able to hear the contradictions in a policy. They'd be the right. one going to HR yeah. to say, okay, <laughs> how, then how does this fit in? How can you have that rule and this rule and the contradictions there? They're very sensitive about picking that up and probably more, not argumentative, but they're going to point it out. Or Pisces on the 6th, they could have a hard time finding work. Oh, yeah. They could yeah. do, like, that. it could be that example of the doc, of the dentist and the hairstylist mm-hmm. that you do work that's very contradictory to exactly. maybe your moral beliefs or... You have a um, you have Pisces on your third. I have Pisces on my third, and this just took a little bit of time to finally realize. But I was associated with the church here in town when we first came to town, and uh, they asked me to speak one uh, read a, a scripture passage. Uh, I think it was on the holiday time period, and they said, "But we want you to stand in the back of the room," mm-hmm. and I had a mic, and so I read what I was supposed to read, and I loved it. I knew. <laughs> in the back room. I'm looking at the back of everyone's head here. You know what I mean? So there was no focus on me. It was just on the message. It was just on the voice. And so I always thought that's hidden. Where Pisces is in your chart is where you like to be hidden. I like to do um, phone consultations over face-to-face consultations. I like the idea of not focusing on what I look like as much as what my message is. And I've obviously made my business on it. I make my money by doing that. Yeah, but there can be, I mean, I think you even shared like there was some confusion about, you know, what you looked like, oh. you know, when the podcast came out, even though the podcast is still voice, but I'm posting like pictures and stuff that, you know, that people were like, oh my gosh, I feel like now I know you. But there, so, so there was always some sort of like, you could talk about magic or confusion about who you were. Did you have kids? Like, where do you live? Because right. you don't have to lead with any of that stuff when you're just right. over the phone. That's right. That's right. Yeah, there's a, I could talk another 30 minutes about that. But yeah. yeah, people generally, when they meet me, they don't classify me in the right slot. <laughs> I'm, um, I, like we had talked about earlier, I'm Pisces rising. And I always think that people are confused when they meet me about, they don't know like how to read me. So they don't mm-hmm. know if they like, like me. So just for example, I'll go to the same grocery store over and over and over. Right. And no one said, I mean, it is hard to even get a reaction. I'm like, oh, hi, like, how are you? I think I'm always nice. Right. You know, and they're just very subtle back with me. And then I'll walk in like with my partner, you know, and they're striking up a conversation. I'm like, what? It, like, do I just not come off nice? Mm-hmm. Right. And people will say like, well, you have like kind of a look about you that we don't know how to read you, you know, yeah. or even yeah. growing up, <laughs> like I would come around the corner <laughs> and you would always go, oh my gosh, you scared me. <laughs> You just have so many looks, you would tell me. I, I live with you. <laughs> like, who 
know what? I know. I, you know what? When you said that, I was like, oh my God, did I do that? But yeah, I do. I do remember talking with your dad saying like, God, Kay's got so many different looks. You know, she... <laughs> I feel like I've finally like straightened my look out a little bit, like since I've had bangs for these last few yes, years. But yes, I agree when I was yes. in my um, teens and twenties, I would cut my hair off, I would change my colors, I'd put extensions. Yeah, dreads in, in middle yeah. school, you know, when that was not yeah. mainstream at all. Right. So, but that was funny. Yeah, oh my gosh, you scared me. I'm like, Mom, like, I don't know, you just like And you made the most beautiful Cleopatra that one Halloween. Oh, yeah. We dyed your hair red, and oh my gosh, she was the most Beautiful Cleopatra. <laughs> I couldn't believe the transformation. Yeah. So Pisces rising oftentimes is many looks. Yeah. And I think we have to take it back then to give some ideas about this, that flip-flopping. Mm-hmm. So the ability to reinvent yourself. So I would think Pisces sun, Pisces moon, Pisces rising, or lots of Pisces in the chart that you can reinvent yourself over and over again, almost like a light switch. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would say, put it this way, that... Um, anyone with that strong Pisces energy, that people are intrigued. How did you do that? Mm-hmm. What made you make that decision? And it, what you said, you said light switch. Yeah. I think for you, it's not a thinking, oh, I got to think about this. I'm going to go home and, and think about it for a couple of months. No, it's no. a light switch. Yeah. Pisces, just how fast a fish can change, yep. can swim away. It's a light switch going on. All of a sudden, They've got a new relationship. They've got a whole new interest in work. You know, oh, I'm going back to school. I'm dropping out of college. It's just, it's on. It's on or it's off. And just to clarify that confusion, because you might be sitting there thinking, I'm not confused. But because you can make decisions so quickly, it confuses other people. Oh, Oh, do you still work there? You know, like I still have people three years later saying like, oh, are you trying to find a spa job? Or what spa are you at now? I'm like, I'm not not in the spa industry anymore. But think about that. One of the key things about Pisces is because of that, how they're tethered to each other, they get tied to something. Mm. People have a tendency to associate a Pisces with a place, an activity, or a partner. Uh, the, the most controversial one right now, I think, is Prince Andrew. Yeah. You know, he's done, he's done tons. Son, he's son of Queen Elizabeth, obviously. Uh, he's done ton of, you know, he's been in the Royal Air Force or Navy. I can't remember what it was. But he's okay. very good at flying, um, uh, you know, uh, airplanes, uh, helicopters, things of that nature. But he's done a ton of charity work. But, you know, He's going to go down as he being tied down. to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. He, well, and you know, rightfully so. If, and rightfully if, so, yeah, right? It sounds like, at least. Yeah. But that that's his, of all the things he's done, he's gotten tied to one. So when you just say, oh, I've gotten tied to the spy industry, yeah. and, you know, you can't shake it, so to speak, and not that it's a, such a terrible thing. I mean, it's not like, but that's an example where you get tied to, your name gets tied to something. A really old, old, old school reference would be Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor had eight husbands. She got tied to that idea of divorce. Divorce and, and, you know, everyone associated her very, because, well, you know, this was a big deal when she was getting divorced in the the 70s or the 80s and the 60s, you know, all that type of stuff. And, um, you know, she had a great association with really jewelry. And yet she also had a great association with being ill and being sick. She had... So it was like, what an odd combination. She had a lot of connections. You said her name, and it was instant. Like, how does she do this? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to just give one more example about just, the, I'll talk about the 11th house, Pisces on the 11th. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so my partner has um, Pisces on the 11th, yeah. and I would think he's like the ultimate networker. 
one. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can see that. But he's associated with a very high-end luxury car company. That's what he does for work, but he never leads with that. Right. And the way that he dresses, you know, he has large black framed glasses right. and he's very comfortable wearing like pink pants or right. you know boldly printed shirts he mm -hmm. loves wearing cowboy boots so when right. people meet him you know they kind of look think a little silly i mean people are drawn to it they compliment yeah. it but they're yeah. like i could never pull that off right right um well the glasses give the intellectual look yeah that's my diet oh now we're talking about him he'll, he'll love this know, right? or hate it <laughs> or hate it one of the two right yeah. Pisces. yeah <laughs> Yeah. But he puts across an intellectual look with those glasses, and yet there he goes, shows up in in in, in the city, so to speak, where uh -huh. we live, so to speak. You know, that's not common to see. You know, the cowboy boots not as common as in no, other areas of the country. No, he wears with nice clothes. That's with like nice, a funny thing. Yes, like, exactly. You know, yeah. but people know him by it. Mm -hmm. But then when they find out what he does for work, because he doesn't ever lead right. with that, right? right? Then they're like, wait, what? Yeah. Right? It just there's a lot of confusion then about yeah. Who he's, are you? He's a good infiltrator. He is. Pisces on the 11th. 11th house is groups. That's kind of social standing as well. And that Neptune there allows him to kind of weave in and out. Yeah. So we are about to close up on time. So I don't know if you want to lead with maybe that last thing about, I know we had so much other stuff to talk oh, about. but I did. I did. Well, I'd like to talk about George Harrison. Okay. To me, if you want a Pisces, study George Harrison's life. Obviously, Beetle. Yep. Right? One of the Beatles. Uh, very spiritually inclined, which was kind of obvious because they seemed to be, the Beatles kind of revolutionized the idea of sex. Love and sex became more prominent under their reign, so to speak. And yet he had a real humbleness. So here he's spiritual. Kind of an odd combination there. And I just thought it was so fascinating when um, uh, something, 1969, Abbey Road album and something, and, you know, it's a very romantic uh, a song, um, uh, something in the way you move, mm -hmm. right? Something in the way, you know, I can't, I don't remember all the lyrics and everything. And it, as a kid, in 1969, I was, a, I was in my senior year, of, you know, junior, senior year, uh, and I thought it was a love song. I thought it was, I want to be with you, I want to be close to you, all this stuff. And then, you know, I didn't even dissect it as he's speaking about, you know, like, maybe a spiritual type of union, like a God type of thing. Oh, so I he, didn't know that. he started putting together this idea of all of a sudden we think we're, we're grooving along to a song about sex and connection, that type of, and all of a sudden he's inserting God in this. Huh. He, he, he blurred the lines between spiritual devotion and romantic love. Now that's pretty sophisticated stuff. I mean, yeah. George Harrison, I mean, he was no saint. He was no saint. Uh, John Lennon uh, famously said, uh, this is the quote, you know, George is a frightened Catholic. God one day, Coke the next. He gets so high, he scares himself back to church. That's like the ultimate Pisces. You know, that's the Pisces. Again, we're not saying all Pisces do this. But, but you know, that's something we didn't talk about, about Pisces and their susceptibility to yeah. drugs, alcohol, pills, things that distort... It's the immersion. Yeah. We just use that word. You, they need to immerse themselves in something. And to be honest, that's what drugs can do. I mean, yeah. that's what a, even a, an aspirin can, you know, immerse yourself into a, a, you know, no pain, a lovely feeling of no pain for, you know, a couple of hours. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt your thought. No, no. That, that's, but, that... but, but there is something about the Piscean energy that they generally have a need to retreat they may need their own space. They need their cocoon. They need their 
I, and I say potion or lotion, mm-hmm. something that sets the mood, changes their mood, very strong. But um, the other song that was so strong in 1970, uh, they came, uh, George Harrison had the song, My Sweet Lord, which I, lo- I love that song. 1970, I was graduating, I was going off to college. This was like, ooh, you know, big stuff. And this song had the words hallelujah in it, and it has the words Hare Krishna. Well, those two, you have to realize 1970, that was, un- what, what are these two words in the same song about? Mm-hmm. And again, I saw it as a love song, and it really, uh, again, only looking back am I realizing, oh my God, that was a spiritual about love of God and all this stuff. And I kind of have to chuckle at myself, my own naivety <laughs> that I didn't even read, understand what someone is singing in the song. I didn't realize that either. So anyhow, George Harrison, ultimate Piscine. He straddled two worlds. He was a saint. He was a sinner, promoting God, doing coke, you know, and yet we loved him. Mm-hmm. We loved him. Well, I think we have to then end it with the idea of, you know, we've talked about this before. We have an episode where we go through all of the zodiac signs and talk about what holidays fall in them. Yes. And how, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did the holiday right. mirror <laughs> the season? Or, right. Right. Um, but so to your point about, oh, you know, he he's one day all about God, the next day he's about Coke. We have to look at March and what do we do during Pisces season? We celebrate Mardi Gras, we celebrate um, St. Patrick's Day, and then it's Lent. Yeah, and, but, and how do we celebrate? How do you pay homage to St. Patrick? Oh, they're both drinking, yeah. Yeah, drink. Yeah. You yeah. Drink, a, drink green beer, maybe, but you drink a beer. Oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. You indulge in, in th- alter mood-altering things. But it's the two of the biggest drinking-focused holidays, right, that lead you us up what? to You're Lent. probably right. I, mean, I know people, like, they'll have, like, you think about, like, wine or something with Christmas or uh, Thanksgiving, or you think of champagne on New Year's Eve. What, but you're, no one's worried about getting a hangover, having a hangover the day after Christmas. No. I don't think, you know what I mean? Or after Thanksgiving, it may be a food thing, but yeah. not a alcohol, I don't know. But I agree, St. Patrick's Day, Mardi Gras, it's almost acceptable. Yeah. They, oh, I no, I celebrated, well, a religion, you know what I mean? True. Basically, we're putting God. That's true. I mean, that's what St. Patrick's did. He spread the message of God, right? Yeah. And then the whole leprechaun thing, which leprechauns are total... Piscean, <laughs> made up creatures that are prancing around and playing tricks on people and mm-hmm. wear green, and then you don't have to worry about that happening. Yeah. So just very interesting. Oh, so to see the contradiction um, that that of Pisces again, mm-hmm. you can play it out in a very nice way. You know, we we gave some examples of some um, pretty extremes, maybe right. I'll say. Yes. Um, so. Well, as always, I mean, I, I have some great Pisces in my life. I love them, you know. So, I mean, but it, it's just interesting to see in the whole picture. They'll have some aspect about them that others would be find odd if they knew that about them. Yes. And it's not that Pisces are hiding and lying their way through life. No. no. It's just that there's two sides. There's, it's like a prism and it depends how you want to look at them. Absolutely. So we hope you enjoyed uh, this episode today on Pisces, and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at the 
katewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.